Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the Process Mind Show. I'm so sorry. I'm stumbling right now. But let's start over. Good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning into the Process Mind Show. I am your host, Sherry P., and I have another Prices and Awesome show for you tonight. I have a special guest who will be on tonight who will be discussing her book. The book is called The Covered. Her name is Alexis Nicole White. She is a very, very, very prominent person in Atlanta. Um that you all need to know about, and she's talking about emotional abuse in her book called The Covered. Um, I will bring her in shortly as I go through my course disclaimers and play a couple commercials in order to pay the bills. Um, first off, I want to thank you all for continuing to support and tune into the Prices Mind show. Um, it's greatly appreciated, and it does not go unnoticed. Also, congratulations to the Cleveland Cavaliers who have been the NBA Finals 2016 champs. I am an Ohioan, so I am superbly proud of them and proud for the entire state of Ohio for that um, that championship since 52, so, or 52 years. Yeah. So anyhow, I will go ahead and play a couple commercials, and please, when I bring my special guest in, pay attention to what she has to say. I have um, researched her as I do all my guests and got to know a little bit about her and what she is doing in the community and what her purpose is for writing the book, The Covered. Um, so get your pens and paper out. We're going to be giving out some some good information, um, giving you some, some signs to look for or to be aware of regarding emotional abuse and just educate you so much on that topic as that is in a, a, a type of abuse that goes unnoticed and unreported because it's pretty hard to um, detect because sometimes people will say, hey, this is how they are, but there are some signs, and we will go over that in the middle of the show. And um, furthermore, if you are not tuned in or aware of our app, your radio network has an app. It's YRN1328. You can find that app on Google Play or anywhere else you get your apps from. Um, I believe all the glitches have been uh, rectified and there have been little to no complaints about not being able to download it. So you can go ahead and download that where you can also catch our shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week, streaming music and everything. So check that out, please, and make sure that you um, 
tune into all the Prices Minds um, shows that is going to be hosted on there, as well as all the other guests on your radio networks. Um, just to go over your radio networks host and who and when they'll be airing on the show. On Wednesday, of course, is the Prices Mind show at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then you have every Monday the Conscious Vibe with Romeo L. Bay. He hosts at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, he's in California, so I'm trying to remember what time that is over there. Three hours behind, so I think it starts at 7.30 that time. Um, then every Tuesday and Thursday at 6.30 p.m., you have the Beautiful Butterfly Show with Be Fly. And every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you have your Conversations with Trent featuring Lisa Tillman Page. That's Friday. Let me see. I can skip a day. Saturday morning at 10.30, you have Melody S. And um, at 11, you have um, your radio, your conversation with Anthony Collins and Trent Williams. That comes up and goes. And every other Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will have the um, the Anthony and B. Fly show with Anthony Collins and um, B. Fly. So beware of those other hosts on your radio networks and tune in to them at your leisure and also catch the archives. At this time, we're going to go ahead and take a short commercial break before we bring in the special guest for this evening, and you're listening to the Priceless Mind Show. I'm your host, Sherry P. I'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes, it's finally here. It's official. Sign with Universal, Miss Renetta Mays with You Got Me Open. Live from Flame Studios, Vibration Radio, Taylor Kennedy Media, and of course, YourRadioNetwork.com Buy that Cop that Hell, I don't care if you burn it But just support that Miss Renetta May You got me open of the author Trent Williams of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his work available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. DeMarco is a young police officer who thinks he is living the perfect married life. The unforgiving streets of Queens, New York are about to show him that he couldn't be more wrong. His wife's dirty secrets are exposed, and DeMarco is left to decide if he still wants his marriage. Get your copy of Intimidated by Love by author Monique Miller. Available everywhere May 2nd. Connect with Monique by visiting MoniqueMillerWrites.com. Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. Vivian comes from anything but a happy home. She is sheltered, young, and beautiful with a life that is filled with drama and pain. Trusting no one. 
Vivian makes a habit of covering up her bruises and pretending that all is well. DeMarco is a young police officer who thinks he is living the perfect married life. The unforgiving streets of Queens, New York are about to show him that he couldn't be more wrong. His wife's dirty secrets are exposed and DeMarco is left to decide if he still wants his marriage. Intimidated by Love by Melody S. Available now at all online book retailers. Crisis Mind Show, everyone. I am your host, Sherry P. I hope you enjoyed and took and took note of those commercials. Um, be sure to check out those um, artists and authors and support their books and their music, as always. Um, I will go ahead and get to the introduction of the special guest for the night and bring her in. Alexis Nicole White is an entrepreneur, author, and inspirational speaker. As a graduate of Purdue University, Alexis dreamed of climbing the corporate ladder. However, life and relationship experiences have birthed another passion in Alexis. Today, this writer and speaker is passionate about raising awareness about emotional abuse in relationships. Her memoir, The Covered, highlights her journey with experiencing emotional abuse and how she survived and thrived. Her goal is to help other women, young and old, do the same, survive and thrive. So without further ado, I will go ahead and bring in the special guest for this evening, Alexis Nicole White. Are you with us this evening? Yes, thank you so much for having me. How are you doing today, Sherry? I'm doing great. Thank you for being on the show. How are you doing today? All is well. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, um, I'm really glad that you wrote a book about emotional abuse because it is one of the underdog abuses that mm-hmm. people really don't pay attention to or even have a label for. And with you exactly. writing this book and the um, information that you provide, provide in this book for others to learn from, it's very profound. I want to thank you as a social worker for reaching out on, in that perspective on that level to um, bring awareness to emotional abuse. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about what prompted you to want to start writing a book, especially this book so personal to you. Well, I am a natural-born writer. That is my lifelong hobby, pastime, joy, all of that. Um, I've been a writer my entire life, so it wasn't much of me to write the book. But the thing was, was that what can I do that's going to raise awareness and draw attention to problematic issues, especially in the African-American community? But it's not limited to just black people. This is a common social issue issue that, like you mentioned, is going underreported and people are being undiagnosed or even don't even know what's going on with them that is causing and leading up to forms of depression and emotional eating disorders and other type of mental illnesses that are developing from unresolved emotional trauma. So um, I shared my story not to ask for sympathy, not to want everyone to just, oh, poor little black girl, no, I didn't want that. I wanted to share my story because I am one of many who have been very oblivious to many different things that have happened to me in my life and didn't realize what was happening to me was causing me to perpetuate the same decision-making opportunities and skills over and over again that were just not healthy because I had not cured or had not been cured or processed myself from the negative emotions that I've had before in the past. Okay, awesome. And just so the listening audience can know, psychological abuse also referred to as psychological violence, emotional abuse, or mental abuse is a form of abuse. 
characterized mm-hmm. by a person subjecting or exposing another person to behavior that may result in psychological trauma, including, like Alexis just said, anxiety, chronic depression, or post-traumatic stress disorder. Such abuse is often associated with situations of power imbalance, such as abusive relationships, bullying, and abuse in the workplace. Um, the book, the cover is about emotional abuse, as we have been speaking about, and um, I know this is personal experiences that you wrote about. What the, the primary message that you want to get out to everyone in the community is emotional abuse. How do you want that to um, play off of people who are being abused? Cause that's kind of close to domestic violence. Is there well, a certain, all, um, any research you have done where there's a number of people can call who are being emotionally abused that they can um, get help from? Absolutely. I do provide tips and resources on my website for people who have been um, emotionally abused and for those who may not even realize that they've been subjected to emotional abuse. Um, Emotional abuse is so prevalent, and it's not just limited to romantic relationships, as most statistics show. Um, Whenever you're talking about emotional abuse, it tends to be geared towards teenagers or a parent and child situation, Um, and that's not necessarily true. There are adults that are dealing with scrutinizing uh, just very toxic relationships each and every day, and it's being passed on to their children, to their mate, to their coworkers, whatever the relationship is. So it's definitely something that we need to talk about. And if you find yourself being in a situation, there are definitely, like I said, resources available on my website for people that you can call, licensed professionals that deal with um, helping people deal with the traumatic situations. Oh, that's awesome. That's good to know. So it's like a resource, like they want somebody who um, can specialize in someone who dealt with human trafficking, you have those licensed professionals to counsel them? Yes. On your yes, website? they're available. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Perfect. I like you even more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just awesome. talking about it. I'm about it. <laughs> you are about it. And I, I like that. It's about about it. And um, mm-hmm. the thing about that is that people don't know where to go, and you're providing who you who they can go to, not just a a place or a number to call. You providing them people they can contact who can who are trained and licensed to provide that need to them. So that's super Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. Um, what are some of the signs um, that you feel are emotional abuse that people feel are um, go under under the radar? Well, for one, one of the biggest signs is that. People who are very, very controlling, who try to hinder or limit you to cause some type of anxiety or trauma. Most times you see this in relationships where there is a control and balance over money, which is, i.e., financial abuse, right? That's one of them as well, where there's a fear being instilled in you to respond. Anytime there's a verbal abuse, which is another form of abuse, but where people are consistently condemning you and speaking down to you, humiliating you, that form, again, of control, that's a form of emotional abuse. Another type of sexual, if they're controlling you sexually, even if you're not sexually aroused or desiring to have sex, and someone is, i.e., raping you, that is still a form of emotional abuse because you're not at that point to where you can control the situation for you. Someone else is telling you how to conduct yourself in this situation. Absolutely. And there was a video on Facebook um, I saw on, on this browsing, and it was a young lady. She was speaking a lot of profanity, or I would have shared it, but um, her, message was, her message was that she was in the store and she saw a mother talking down to her children. Of course, the children were acting out, and she cued them several times to stop, but the children continued to act out. And she just started cussing at them, telling them it wasn't this, and that, calling them names. And that is a severe form of emotional abuse, especially to a child like that. Because if you're not speaking positive things to a child, your own child, they're not going to expect that to come from anybody else when they become adults. So that's the damage it does early on for children who are being um, emotionally abused in the presence of adults, especially adults who are in a caretaking role. Do you agree? Absolutely. And, you know, the thing is that children are innocent and helpless. It's not like they can talk back to you in that kind of way, you know. So it's definitely inappropriate, and I agree. I believe that it's a form of um, emotional abuse as well. I, I remember last summer I was in a park, 
And it was a little girl no older than two, and the mother was telling her to shut the F up. And I, I'm sitting here like the police are standing right there. Nobody's hearing this. Like, to me, that's a form of abuse. And I think that although our community and although our culture has become a little bit more relaxed when it comes to profanity, I think that we should be a little bit more aggressive instead of arresting a parent who whoops her child for breaking and entering in someone's home and stealing their objects. We need to arrest these parents that don't know how to speak to their children because it does start to perpetuate a psychological cycle where they feel like that's appropriate and they don't know how to respond to I love you but they know how to respond to people calling them out of their name so that's definitely a problem that's exactly and I did see that video too of the um, young lady who just got bombed out of jail about um, disciplining her children and you know she would have been wrong and it probably wouldn't have went up in an uproar if she would have said this exact word um, if I didn't do it the police would have done it so then it would have all started over with all the blaming the police again. So it, it's it's a catch-22 when you're trying to parent a child and you're trying to keep that child out of um, the, the realms of being incarcerated or dealing with the legal system at all, and you get punished for it. And to me, that's emotional abuse <laughs> exactly. as well. It sure is. As well. Um, you mentioned your website for the listeners who are listening now that may have to go later on, let's let's go ahead and get that out and let them know where they can find you and how they can follow you. My name on the web is Alexis Nicole White. The website is AlexisNicoleWhite.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, as well as Facebook as Alexis Nicole White or at I am Miss Alexis. Okay. What other projects or books or events do you have coming up? I know you're here in Atlanta in your area where I am, so we definitely have to meet up. But what Mm -hmm. else do you have going on here that, you know, we can get the word out? I can post on my page and help you, um, you know, those who are going through these emotional type of domestic um, situations can attend some of these events or, you know, follow you so they can catch up with whatever is going on. Absolutely. This Saturday I'm actually going to be at First Malibu United Methodist Church in Um, East Point, Georgia, for the Professional Women's Summit, which we are talking about emotional distress in relationships professionally, personally, um, as we show you how to endure professional development and expansion, um, spiritual growth, personal growth, financial growth, and all of those different types of things and growing pains that women tend to experience as they develop and grow. Um, The information for that is available on my website. And also, if you follow me on the web, I often, just about every day, post relationship nuggets there, offer my little two cents, um, post blogs, because I do write for multiple news sources um, in the United States as well as abroad. So there are a lot of different things that I'm always talking about, relationships and dating. I'm also talking about entrepreneurship and roles because I am an entrepreneur. And a lot of different things that I just... I I purge myself of as a writer to share different tips and nuggets for people who are looking for information to help not only survive but to thrive as well. Awesome. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. But um, there was a point, um, what was that excerpt I read about um, the It's the um my boyfriend Sean. Right here, I had to find out where it was. It says in the cover, Alexis reveals several ways women are involved in emotionally abusive relationships, and mm-hmm. it says learn how to set clear boundaries, trust your inner voice, not believe the hype, be prepared mm-hmm. to walk away, and identify quality relationships and people. Mm-hmm. One thing I would like you to um, explain or talk more about is the one with not believe the hype. Mm-hmm. What did you mean by not believe the hype? Well, for one, when we meet people, everyone overpromises and underdelivers who they are. Nobody is 100% truthful with who they are. And so a lot of times we're meeting representatives that are represented to us as all of these perfect people that anybody would just die for you know, and just want to have. And when you start digging underneath the hood, these people are nowhere near close to what they even represented themselves to be. And a lot of women fall in love with potential and deal with situations that are less than flattering than what they would have dealt with had they known. 
So for me, you know, I always tell people just don't believe the hype because I would rather fall in love with the person or invest in a person that I don't know as much about as opposed to a person who tells me everything from the beginning and then I'm disappointed to learn that they're not what they represented themselves to be. Exactly. And you also have the three learning lessons from the cover, and that's mm-hmm. to be transparent, be fearless, and be resilient. Mm-hmm. And I like those because sometimes the emotional abuse can be a roller coaster. Like, mm-hmm. um, what's her name, Vivian Green said, emotional roller coaster, it goes yeah. like that. And mm-hmm. you start weighing out the good and the bad. You start saying, hey, well, this happened, or well, at least he didn't cheat. But that happened, mm-hmm. at least that didn't happen. Or, well, she said this, but... You know, I know she meant that, but she never did that before. So it starts, you know, the roller coaster starts going, like, uphill as mm-hmm. the roller coaster do, and then the trauma comes when it goes downhill. That's when mm-hmm. you are being off into an emotionally abusive relationship and you're being affected by it. Um, I mm-hmm. usually tell clients talk to me regarding their relations, whether it's in friendship or relationship, that, you know, it's, you always have to understand and believe what you feel. If it's not feeling good, mm-hmm. then it's not a good. Bad feelings don't turn good. Right. At any rate, and we need to don't. trust those feelings because you know something's in you telling you something is not right. Something in you is pointing you in the right direction, and you're seeing the warning signs. Signs are slapping you all in the face. You're tripping over them. Whatever it is, and we're ignoring them, thinking that we just, oh, like you said, they didn't mean it, or maybe that's not what that meant. No, it meant exactly what you saw it as being. That's why there's something in you showed it to you. And that in transparent, that's exactly what happens. People start becoming embarrassed or feel ashamed of being in that type of relationship, so they start cutting off friends. They start distancing themselves. They start... They stop going to choir rehearsal, you know, they start making excuses why they can't be seen or be involved in things because it's mm-hmm. embarrassing. And that's mm-hmm. that's another form of, of abuse. When you're, it sure you know, is. It's, like, it's mental control. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. glad you put that in your book um, because people need to know how to be transparent and how to talk to people, mm-hmm. how to get it out, how to, you know, assist, you know, clarity mm-hmm. or seek support. That's the proper way to do it. Very important. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is. Do you have what's coming up next? Do you have any other books coming up as far as part two? Yes, I'm actually writing a book right now. It's entitled Burned Out. Um, and I'm really taking my time with Burned Out because I really want to take it a step further. Whereas the covered was a conversation, it really is a conversation. And this is something that will probably be a lot better because it's really going to challenge you as a woman and as a reader to look at you and to look at situations and circumstances that you've probably omitted to disclose or acknowledge that, that you've allowed to play a critical role and shaping your development as to who you are today. And not to say play the blame game, but just to start the healing process. Okay. Let the listeners know what, what they can expect from reading the cover and what they will get out of it once it's completed. It is The cover right now is just a journey of a woman. And it is it is the evolution of a woman. I go from 24 to 32 in the book. So it's a big adjustment, a big learning lesson. And things that I've heard my peers go through that they don't want to acknowledge, um, and not even just my peers, just women, period, things that we tolerate and deal with that we shamefully hide. And so it's opening up the conversation about what's really going on in our relationships, what's really going on in our community, what's really going on that's affecting our family. That's what the covered is about. How do we be proactive and go forward from there? That's what burned out is about. Now that you know what you know, the number one question is, well, when people say, well, you just need to get over it, one thing that people say is how, and nobody can tell you how. Only you can decide how you're going to get over something. So burned out is going to get you to the point to think, how do I or how did I and why do I do the things that I do? Very good. That's a good one. I um wanted to give out some things about how to get over emotional 
abusive relationship. But first, I want you to help me discuss how, you know, because most people when they hear this thing, they think about intimate relationships only. Mm-hmm. Can you address or discuss what it looks like for emotional abuse to be between friends or family members? Absolutely. Anytime you cannot be your true, most authentic self out of fear that someone's going to ridicule you, they're going to judge you, they're going to humiliate you, they're going to persecute you, anytime you cannot be truthful about who you are, where you are, and what you're dealing with, whether or not you're ashamed of it or not, anytime you experience that feeling, that fear, that anxiety, that dislike or disdain for wanting to communicate with the person or not share things with this person. Now, mind you, we don't have to tell everybody our whole business, but if someone were to ask you a question, could you be truthful in your answer? If you find yourself being in that situation, then that may be an emotionally abusive situation. An example of that is a lot of times when we're friends with people from church, we pretend that we got it all together knowing that all hell is breaking loose at home. So, you know, no, you don't have to say, well, little Johnny ran out and did this, 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 but you can say, no, I'm not happy. There's some things that we can work on, you know, whatever your your way of explaining things. But if you have to manipulate the situation so that you don't look bad or it doesn't sound bad, then that may be an emotionally abusive friendship for you. Okay, I have an inbox question um, from mm-hmm. a, a listener. She wants to know if sibling... Let me review it first so I can put in my words. She wants to know if um, her, if the siblings, your siblings, always saying you two, you think you all this, you think you all that, talking about you, you're the favorite type of thing, stuff like that to the person. Is that a form of emotional abuse? Oh, absolutely. Because a person, again, is subjecting you to a ridicule that's not acceptable. It's no reason for a sibling to judge you and to label you with names. And labeling and projection and dejection, all of that stuff is forms of emotional abuse. And it's a reason why your sibling feels that way. I don't feel that way about my sibling. And I, I'm the oldest, so I'm pretty sure I could. Now, they've gotten away with murder. They've been more spoiled. But I would never, you know, talk down to them or label them as something that's less than flattering. So because of the labeling that's taking place, it's definitely an emotional abusive situation that I will probably get that individual with as with a licensed professional to see what triggered that. What is causing this person to feel this type of way about me, that they're comfortable with saying these things consistently because they didn't just start this yesterday. This is something pent up aggression that they've been holding on to for a long period of time that they are just now comfortable with expelling that that negative energy off on you. So there's definitely something going on there within them that they need to get some professional help with. Yeah, you just answer her next question. How does she deal with that? You, hey, I don't. I'm. Um, I wouldn't. I will. I will suggest family counseling. But if they're already thinking out of you, I doubt they will go. Cause they may feel that you are again being the the big person or the the most important person, and calling the shots and trying to get everybody into counseling like they have a problem. So that would be ideal to happen if um, you can get a right to agree to see why they feel that way. Other than that. You would probably need to get individual counseling in order for you to make sure that you are comfortable with being around your family and, and hearing that. Um, cause and is, also, let me just tell you something um, to the person that wrote that. A part My of name is forgiveness. Rochelle. I'm sorry? Rochelle. Rochelle. A part of forgiveness and a part of your healing process. It is okay to cut that person off. Just because they're your relative doesn't mean that you have to subject yourself to foolishness and to forms of abuse. If they can't treat you the way that you would like to be treated, with respect and integrity and love and support as a family member, especially a sibling should, then it is okay for you to say, you know, I love you, but I'm not going to go there with you today. And no, you're not going to call me and stress me out with all these labels and mental anguish and, and pain. You, They don't have a right to treat you like that. So if, like she says, if this person does not agree to go to counseling, maybe you need to go on your own to jumpstart that healing process. And if it requires you to discontinue your relationship with this person because they're a sister or brother of yours, then so be it. 
Because that's for your mental health, and your mental health is dependent on that at this point in time, not theirs. You said it very nice. Exactly. That's exactly what's going to have to happen. And it's okay. You know, there's I have family members that I don't pay full attention to. I will call it that. And I don't feel bad about it. It's just, you know, that connection wasn't made, and I'm not going to fake the funk to be connected in, in front of people, so... You know, we're cordial. I just, for me, that's how I deal with things. That's how uh, Rochelle needs to look at that situation with her siblings and um, just go from there. Um, speaking of family, again, about emotional abuse. Emotional abuse of a child is commonly defined as a pattern of behavior by parents or caregivers that can seriously interfere with a child's cognitive, emotional, psychological, or social development. Some parents may emotionally and psychologically harm their children because of stress, poor parenting skills, social isolation, and lack of available resources, or inappropriate expectations of their children. They may emotionally abuse their children because the parents or caregivers were emotionally abused during their own childhood. And I do a lot of research on that, Alexis, because I do believe there is a link between childhood trauma and adult relationships, whether mm-hmm. it's with in relationships, um, workplace relationships or friendship. Mm-hmm. That really, and you can kind of see how people talk, and you can say, you can see that this has been their pattern of talking for years, which has been because how they have Because it's a learned been. behavior. It's a learned exactly. behavior. And it's a negative cycle that continues to perpetuate itself. The, the best example is, is that if I have a child, which I do, he's two, what he learns of the world how he learns to treat people, how he learns to talk to people, or how he learns to conduct himself in society is all learned behavior from me as his mother and his father. Now, if I'm treating him and talking to him and allowing him to conduct himself in a certain behavior, he sees that as being normal, and that's his reality. So when he goes out into the world, that's what he's projecting. And unfortunately, as he grows up and matures in this world, He's only going to project and regurgitate everything that he learned at home as being acceptable. So he's going to take that negative behavior, that negative energy, that negative conversation, dialect, and verbal communication and and speak to others that way because that's the way that he's learned. And it's hard to undo that cycle, that bad teaching. It's hard to erase, especially in adults, which is why it's important that we educate ourselves on how to treat people because we all say, Treat people the way you want to be treated. But what if you never learn how to treat people properly? Then how are you expected to treat me with respect and to have integrity and to operate in integrity and in love if you've never learned that from home? So it's definitely a negative cycle that our society tends to perpetuate over and over and over and over again. And there was a longitudinal longitudinal birth cohort study done by um, done and then multiple. It's a health and department study. I hate that long word they have in there. But they reported that while men exhibit more aggression overall, sex is not a reliable predictor of interpersonal aggression, including psychological aggression. The study found that no matter what gender this person is, aggressive people share a cluster of traits, including high rates of suspicion and jealousy. So if you see a a guy who's always jealous, and these little comments, you know, these comments get me. Oh, you must be. Oh, you must come be with the next man. Oh, you must be talking to the next boy. That that's a red flag to let you know eventually they're gonna become emotionally abusive towards you. Mm-hmm. And another one: sudden and drastic mood swings, poor self-control, mm-hmm. and higher than average rates of approval of violence and aggression. When you meet someone who has those traits, those are potential emotional abusers, psychological abusers, and may become physical abusers. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it goes. I want to put this out um, and everyone can know and be aware of. Male and female perpetrators of emotional and physical abuse exhibit high rates of personality disorders, particularly borderline personality disorder, narcissistic personality disorder, and antisocial personality disorder. I always ask guys, do you have friends? Can you with your buddies? I don't have a lot of friends. Oh, red flag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I mean, those kind of people who invest so much of their time on you will become that controlling type of narcissistic person. Go ahead, Alexis. Right. 
And, and the thing is, you know, it's interesting because as adults, especially with social media, it's common that people don't connect with others. Because we're so invested in our phones, our laptops, what have you, in technology. Then you have your family. But one of the things, and it's male or female, like you said, if they don't have a lot of friends, if they don't have old long-term relationships. Like I have a friend that I've been knowing since the seventh grade. I have another friend that I've been knowing since the twelfth grade, and we're close to this day. My point in saying that is you should at least have one to two people that you've had a long-term relationship with beyond I just met them six months ago. If you're always seeing this, this cycle of new friends coming on board, it's something going on with this particular person that they can't keep friends. And that's a huge red flag. It's, it really is. And, you know, it, I think it's kind of weird, especially guys in their late 30s, you know, mid-40s, without any male friends. Like, what you been doing all your life? Who have you connected with? And if mm-hmm. not, why have anybody? That's a concern. It's, it's mm-hmm. a big, it's a, and I want women to understand it, and men also. Women say, or men say, hey, I don't have any friends, or, you know what I'm saying, but you're 45 years old. What, what you been doing for 40 years? Mm-hmm. Who have you been bonding with? That's a concern. That's mm-hmm. a big red flag. Um, let me see what else was there. Also, yeah, those are the personalities I wanted to get out there. Um, I'm not going to go into any of the statistics as far as um, numbers. But, of course, everyone knows emotional abuse can lead to domestic violence, and everyone knows how that goes down. Uh, let me see. Is there anything else you want to add, Alexis? We don't cover everything. No, ma'am. Just make sure you guys follow me on the web and check me out because I am definitely have a lot of great things coming up. The best is always yet to come. I'm definitely educating people on different relationship goals, tips and nuggets, dating advice, um, and more. So you can always feel free, again, to visit my website, Lexis Nicole White. Sign up for my email list. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat at I am Miss Alexis. I'm a little bit of a character, so you might see some of everything there. But, um, yeah, just check me out. Follow me, like me on Facebook at Alexis Nicole White, and I can promise you, you will not regret it. That's awesome. I look forward to connecting with you in the community, Alexis. Um, yes. Is there anything you want to you want to put out as a disclaimer? I'm going to let you go so we can go ahead and break for the commercials, and then get back and end the show. Um, anything you want sure. to know about anything like your food for thought tonight? Never be afraid to continue to persevere. The moment that you're afraid to persevere, that means you're stuck in bondage to something that is not to your glory. That's profound. That's good. Thank you so much for that. Alexis, thank welcome. you for being on the show. You're an awesome guest. Thank you so much I, for having me. Yes, I plan to follow you. I, I, I've been going through all your stuff. It's so much. <laughs> I know. So much <laughs> I need to hang up the phone. <laughs> it's so much out there. I got. It's like I'm like, oh my God, this is going on. This is going on, and that went on. So yeah, we're, we're definitely going to be connected. We're both here in Georgia and Atlanta. So yeah, look yes. forward to hearing more from me. Exactly. Thank you so much, Sherry. I really do appreciate your time, and thank you for allowing me to connect with your audience. Thank you so much. You have a great evening. You too. And bye bye. All right, you guys, you guys just heard the, the wonderful interview with Alexis Nicole White. Be sure to follow her at AlexisNicoleWhite.com for everything on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, um, and be aware of what's going on with her. She does make appearances here in the Atlanta area. For those of you here in the Atlanta area, be sure to follow her and find out where she is. You can get all the information from her website, AlexisNicoleWhite.com. Um, I'm going to break for a couple commercials and come right back to end the show. Continue to listen to the Priceless Mind Show. I'll be right back after this commercial break. Have you ever sat down and simply wanted someone to fully understand your life? Someone who wakes up every day and does their best to provide and protect their loved ones the way you do? Someone who has been confused, lost, scared, or just trying to figure out how to balance their life spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially? If so, Life is Outstanding is the book for you. Anthony promises his readers that you don't have to be perfect to live an outstanding life. 
Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. Vivian comes from anything but a happy home. She is sheltered, young, and beautiful with a life that is filled with drama and pain. Trusting no one. Vivian makes a habit of covering up her bruises and pretending that all is well. DeMarco is a young police officer who thinks he is living the perfect married life. The unforgiving streets of Queens, New York are about to show him that he couldn't be more wrong. His wife's dirty secrets are exposed and DeMarco is left to decide if he still wants his marriage. Intimidated by Love by Melody S. Available now at all online book retailers. DeMarco is a young police officer who thinks he is living the perfect married life. The unforgiving streets of Queens, New York are about to show him that he couldn't be more wrong. His wife's dirty secrets are exposed and DeMarco is left to decide if he still wants his marriage. Get your copy of Intimidated by Love by author Monique Miller. Available everywhere May 2nd. Connect with Monique by visiting MoniqueMillerWrites.com. It's finally here. It's official. Sign with Universal. Miss Renetta Mays with You Got Me Open. Live from Flame Studios, Vibration Radio, Taylor Kennedy Media, and of course, YourRadioNetwork.com. Buy that. Cop that. Hell, I don't care if you burn that, but just support that. Miss Renetta Mays, You Got Me Open. of the author Trent Williams of www.taylorkennedymedia.com Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his work available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. It's right. 
heavens and you. Crisis Mind Show. I want to go ahead and get this information out to everyone and um, let you know that the first step for those being emotionally abused is recognizing it's happening. If you recognize any of the signs of emotional abuse in your relationship, you need to be honest with yourself so you can regain power over your own life, stop the abuse, and begin to heal. For those who have been minimizing, denying, and hiding the abuse, this could be a painful and frightening first step. The stress of emotional abuse will eventually catch up with you in the form of illness, emotional trauma, depression, or anxiety. You simply can't allow it to continue, even if it means ending the relationship. A licensed counselor who is trained in abusive relationships can help you navigate the pain and fears of leaving the relationship and work with you to rebuild your self-esteem. Can an emotional abuser change? It is possible if the abuser deeply desires to change and recognizes his or her behavior abusive patterns, and the damage caused by them. However, the learned behaviors and feelings of entitlement and privilege are very difficult to change. The abusers tend to enjoy the power they feel from emotional abuse, and as a result, a very low percentage of abusers can turn themselves around. Um, As Alexis Nicole stated, you can find licensed professional counselors on her page that deal with trauma, or that are trauma-focused that you can um, connect with to get information from or even to speak with. 
Again, her website is Alexis, A-L-E-X-I-S, Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, White, like the color white, AlexisNicoleWhite.com. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Priceless Mind Show again tonight. Um, please follow the Priceless Mind show page. Let me see which one. Yeah, the fan page as also the show page. You can follow both pages, um, Priceless Mind 2013 on Facebook to see for the next upcoming show and the time and date of that. It will still be 9 o'clock on Wednesday evening. So just make sure you tune in to that page or check that page um, weekly to see when the next Priceless Mind show will air. I am Sherry P. Please remember and always continue to be priceless. Um, I want to give out one last order that you might need to follow if you're dealing with an emotional abusive relationship, whether it's a friendship, a family ship, or an intimate relationship. You must put your own needs first. Set some firm boundaries. Don't engage. Realize you can't fix them. You are not to blame. Seek support. And last but not least, develop an exit plan. I had a post that I had up um, maybe about two months ago that said, an investment in your sanity is never too expensive. Whether you have to leave the relationship or leave the home or leave the environment, the workplace, whatever it is, it may be a, a price cut or it may affect you financially, your sanity is more important than money. Act on your insanity, not on money. Thank you for listening to the Priceless Mind Show. I am your host, Sherry P., and I wish you a good evening, and I'll catch you here again shortly. Good night. Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.